0: This is Talking Cowboys. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com. And the official Dallas Cowboys app. First down. Jason Witten is in the end zone. Intercepted. Sean Lee. Ha! Touchdown. Des Bryant.
1: Now, your hosts Mickey Spagnola,
0: Brian Broaddus,
2: Taylor Stern, and Rob Phillips. Welcome inside the SWBC Mortgage Studio from the Star in Frisco. And welcome to Talking Cowboys, the final show. Of Week Fifteen, Rob Phillips hosting for taste Stern today. Kit Garrison producing next door inside the Garrison, and uh, joining me are all our December babies. Oh, How about wow. that? Yeah, look at point. all you guys. Hey, happy birthday to everybody in here. You're
3: older, me? you're wiser. We hope. Are we? Yeah. Are we missing anybody? Just the three of us. Uh, Ambar was the eighth. Yes, Ambar oh. and uh,
4: Derek's still coming up later on.
2: But uh, three, yeah. three in one week. It's been a about festive, that? festive uh, week inside the Star.
4: Yeah, we're just getting older. Yeah. true. Hopefully Except wiser. for Dave.
2: We're all wiser.
4: Hey, just because I'm younger than you doesn't mean I'm not getting older. You're not catching okay. up. No, well, <laughs> got that going for you.
2: <laughs> there you go. Dave Hellman joining us. Thanks for pulling double duty today. We appreciate that. No problem. Well I actually made...
5: didn't suck yesterday on your own show.
4: I made Brian do it yesterday, so it's the least I can do. Yeah,
5: good job of hosting yesterday. Thanks, bud.
2: Appreciate for this teamwork. Day. I love it. Brian yep. brought us Mickey yep. Spagnola as well. You guys just ran in here from practice. What we did. Got?
3: What do you got? It's Friday. Friday. Got to get down on Friday.
2: Wow. Whoa. That I can't like that. mark that, please. I would like that as a drop.
5: And here we are at the Apollo.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> party and party. In. It's Friday, yeah. Friday,
5: get down on Friday. You familiar
3: with all the lyrics? Could it gets you it every. All? It gets everybody going during the stretch. Gets me hype. Rebecca Black does. But yeah.
2: Well, in in the middle of dancing, did you uh did
3: we notice anything? Yeah, did you, out you notice? Yeah. I think the two things I noticed were that uh Orlando Skandrick and Bryce Butler took part in the stretch uh, and whatever they did before the stretch and then ran off with uh the trainers. So looks like they're not practicing it again today.
2: Brian's got the fist up. i would be out.
4: Yeah. Oh, like an umpire. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They,
2: they, you got to be part of the
5: show you on the Friday we get the when I give that sign, that means they ain't playing.
2: It's the old heave, heave ho. Sometimes he does it on Tuesday, you know. Yeah. 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 I mean, well, and you know what's funny
4: is like on our on the show you did with me yesterday, I said I thought Irving might practice. Clearly not. That's three days in a row. Yeah. I'm giving him the <laughs> old. Yeah. He he's he's out. I tried to do that for you yesterday. You I just thought, didn't. No. You, you wanted to argue with me I about other was, things. I thought he was safe. Yeah. I thought he, he's not. He's. I don't think they're. No. I know they're not going to play. I don't no. care.
2: Jerry and Jason both this morning kind of hinted it. Maybe I'm not, we're not ruling them out yet though.
4: Football teams like to do that. I don't really get why. Like, I don't like, what's the big deal? You know, if it's like a, if it's an odd, like if it's like a, well, he could get there, he was limited. Okay. I get it. But like, they're not practicing. Skandrick's still got broken bones in his back and Irving has not yet come back from a concussion. Like it's okay to just say they're out.
2: Neither have practiced at all in the last two weeks. Is that Correct.
4: I believe you're right. So yeah. you agree with Brian
3: on the heave I believe we got three inactives right there and three more seats on the charter. Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> Good point. <laughs> oh, no, where is that? <laughs> Wear your travel suit, Mickey. Make sure I got, That's that, right. I got that memo today, too. No tie.
2: Yeah, but is it, that right?
5: Yeah. yeah. Oh, lovely. Didn't you look at the itinerary? I haven't yet. Oh. He's probably doing his job. <laughs> but, uh, you know, to me, the one they, they've seemed to have managed without the Scandrick one. Right. seem to have managed with that. that, You know, the plan is to continue to play the young kids. And I I would keep an eye on Anthony Brown as a fallback player if something, if need be. I mean, a fallback player, if something happens in the slot, you know, of course he can play on the outside. But if things don't work out really well for Xavier Woods, now we've seen him a couple of weeks now play as that primary slot player. But uh, I think they're kind of getting – Mickey asked for them to get his confidence back a little bit with Anthony Brown, I think we're starting to see that a little bit more, just talking to some folks about the way he's been
2: practicing. That's good. Yeah. Where did he need to improve the most? Just discipline, avoiding these penalties? I mean, technique-wise? I thought he was terrible technique-wise. Yeah. And, then,
5: you know, when he, he wasn't looking for the football. He was way too grabby. You know, positioning was bad. We, we've seen him play so much better. You know, and even out of the slot last year. I mean, that's kind of where we like. My gosh, how this kid—he's covering out of the slot. That's the hardest thing you can do. Receivers take you all over the field. He's not getting penalty. You know, he's denying the football. He's making
2: plays. A lot of holds would suggest he's out of position a lot. Yeah,
5: well, he's peeking in. He's peeking too much. He doesn't. He doesn't have a really good feel for the where the receiver is in the route. And that. And that's why Mickey's talking about he peeks. You know, and he just got to be more
3: assertive, more aggressive. Yeah, I think he got you know you get beat a couple of times got and you start backing off and and, and yeah he's got to he's got to do it but he'll be in there you'll they'll, they'll they'll probably get into some dime package i believe yeah
2: he's absolutely right you'll see him david how do you feel about these youngsters in the secondary you've talked to them a few times in the locker room lately
4: i feel really just overall really good like you know that whole cliche about iron sharpening iron like one way or the other we're we're gonna have a really good idea about these guys by the end of the month, don't you think? And we're already we're already formulating that. I'm just thinking specifically on the rookies. Not I mean Anthony Brown. I mean I, he's a second year player. I'm not saying he's like this savvy vet, but we're seeing Cheeto at outside. We're seeing Jordan Lewis. You know, I feel like he's he's had his ups and downs, but I, he's far more up right now than down. I thought he played great against the Giants. Yeah, Xavier Woods maybe maybe he's not a slot corner like maybe maybe we're learning that or maybe we're seeing that or at least maybe he needs a little bit more work on it but with three more games to go all of or at least the next two of which against very you know good quarterbacks i just i like i said i like the thought that we're going to know where we stand with these guys like you you did this youth movement to set yourself up for the future right don't you feel pretty good about the future of your secondary, just where it sits right now. And I'm not right now. You do. I'm not saying that it doesn't need any work. You know, we talked yesterday. I think safety is a big need for this team in the draft or free. However you want to do it. I think that's a big need, but you just look around at the rookies. Anthony Brown's getting another year. Kayvon Frazier has shown some things like you've got five or six guys that you feel really good about who are young and inexpensive. I, I, so that's something that's trending up for me.
5: Can I ask a question? Yeah, Mickey, you feel good about what they, what they did with the making the decision? Does that decision look right now where the team currently sits? The decision on letting go of those veteran safe the veteran safeties, the veteran corners. Does it look like a decision that was the right decision now? And I know there's three games left. We'll see. But you are putting your eggs in your basket that, that that these kids can play well enough down the stretch that you can get into the playoffs. But does it look like the right decision now? Well, right now
3: you probably would like a more more experience. But I kind of like what these guys are doing. This was the plan al- all along, was it right? not? Which I, yeah. you just wish it would have come to fruition
4: earlier. Yeah, like that they wouldn't guys have had got a chance to yeah, right.
3: practice in training camp.
4: Right, and be like with that in mind. Maybe you don't feel good about it in the sense of making the playoffs. Because I mean, even if they went out, it's a steep climb. But I feel, and I guess that's really my point, is I feel good about the big picture. I feel really good about the big picture. I think between Cheeto and Jordan, I, I mean, those are two starting caliber guys. And then, like, a, you know, Xavier, whatever the future holds for him, Kayvon, and you're talking about, at the very least, role players or maybe starters. So, I mean, you've got a good foundation for the future of your secondary. Maybe you add to it in the draft going forward. So
5: we're, it's thumbs up across the board on this, then. Big picture, was thumbs your, up. Was big your picture, thumb up. Yeah, I I thi- I'm okay with that. Absolutely, that's true. why I want to ask. I mean, yeah. I, I'm always interested in what everybody because you know, I, I I applauded the move. I thought not. Thought, I liked it even going back into training camp, even you go to OTAs. Once the draft was, I'm okay with moving on from Carr. I was okay moving on from Mo Claiborne. You know, I, I I love you, Carr, for lining up every day and practicing and playing and being okay. I love you for that. <laughs> I seriously do. No, and I, I know, know and I know you you know you every time that he had an interception, you were tweeting about it, and that's okay. You know I feel Hey, the Goody, same way. Goody, can has he has ball skills. He didn't show in any time he was here.
4: You know, I agree with you, I mean okay is it's like such a backhanded compliment, but it's fair, It's no. totally fair. It's just there, there's a reason why they moved on,
2: and they let yeah. Wilcox go. He was a rotational guy. You, the, church, they felt the only like they one could is Church, it. right? The exactly. Only, the Church I mean, is the
5: only one that I that I had pause about.
3: Wilcox didn't do anything different than Kayvon Fraser. That's
2: that's him. my point. He's he's filled 100%. into that rotation that's, role. That's, that's, that's a fair statement. And help, church and is really
3: the only one that they haven't that's placed the immediately, but. Which I,
4: I think you also have to, as you said, look at the big picture Right. going forward. This is not a one-year deal. Absolutely. And that's – well, I think the counter argument to that is these moves they made hindered their chances of being a playoff team this year. I think that's fair to say, and I think that was the criticism at the time. It's like, well, you just went 13-3, and three, like strike while the iron is hot. But they decided to go big picture, which honestly I think is the smarter move because now you set yourself up. And I think – I mean, I think that was a talking point – I doubt many of us expected them to be in this position, but I don't think anybody thought the record would be as good this year as last, right? That's, is that pretty oh, not well
5: 13 wins, not that. 13 yeah. wins, no. but
4: you know, having said that though, who, who was playing
3: out on at the corner and you know, when they lost two games, when they gave up, when they
4: scored 30 points, it wasn't all these young pups. Yeah. yeah. But again, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess the point that I'm trying to make is that. No, that's right. You, that's two games. No, absolutely. No, for sure. That and should be nine and four right now. Could be. Could be.
2: Should be. Could. You scored 30 points. You got to so? win. So? The defense. Playing Aaron ter- Rodgers. Ter- Rams are averaging 30-something points a game. You I don't that, care. There's no should in this league. Yes, there should. No, when you not. score that many points, you ought to win. What was the, Hell disa- of, what was the
5: disaster for the Chargers?
2: Ugh. Where was that disaster? From? Well, offensively, too, you couldn't get anything going.
5: No, you couldn't get anything going, but what was the configuration of the Run. secondary?
2: Well, they had no idea what they were doing playing
4: zone.
5: Yeah, but no, I'm wondering who was on the field for the 500 yard Charger game? Yeah.
4: I'm trying to remember. I mean, I've. Was that?
5: It was. I've, it was blank. It was the Washington game is when the switch was made. It wasn't Cheeto. Yeah, Cheeto. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: He the, came back for Washington. Started. That's what I'm that's saying. Right. Okay. The
5: Washington game is when they all when they made the the dramatic switch of okay, you're playing was, Nichols Scandrick. You're on the outside. It was
4: Scandrick, Byron, Heath, um, Jordan, and Brown. Was, yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. that that that, that that 500 yards goes to Mickey's point. We've had enough we we got to do something different.
4: We cannot allow this well, to happen to, anymore. I, and just to wrap up the point I was trying to make, which is that you take a step back in 2017 to hopefully take a step forward. But I, you forward. know what? That was the point? I that don't was even. The idea.
2: Yeah, I, I don't even know. Did you if take if a it's, step back? I don't even know if it's take a step back. In terms back. of record, so I think. So Carr and Claiborne. I just and, mean overall. Inter- I mean, would you.
4: They would have made a difference. I mean, that group helped the defense to a point where they got to 13 wins last year. I,
2: I don't even view it as a step back. It, it, their thought process back in April when they drafted these guys. Because you had Nolan Carroll, that didn't work out. So you, you did you did yeah. sign a veteran stopgap and you weren't expecting a woozy to miss everything. Most of the I don't the know season. if you were
5: expecting him to play corner. <sighs> yeah. No, we talked a I lot
3: about safety. Were. were they? Yeah. I but, don't know because what I, what part yeah, I know the safety
5: thing came up, but when he was healthy in training camp but he was he, playing corner. Yeah, but he was on the field, Mickey in Green Bay playing safety they
2: just trying to find a spot necessity. for him at that point. Yeah, yeah I, I, I thought in camp, I thought in camp he was going to be immediate competition for Carroll, and it I just thought didn't he, happen because he, he of was going to win it.
4: I thought he was going to be the,
2: the dime guy. I well, I'll he was tell you what, the man, they guy.
5: they were talking about him being. They were talking about Jordan Lewis being the guy over him. And he was hurt too. So yeah, in
2: camp, a lot, in camp. a lot in camp. Like yeah. he didn't play at all. But to Dave's point, you know, with young guys, you expect to give up some bigger plays, but you hope by this point in the season. They're not rookies anymore, and they're playing well.
4: So and well, whatever. Even at this point in the season, by the end of the season, whether they finish ten and six or six and or seven and nine, whatever the final record is, like that. I mean, this is three invaluable games of experience
2: for all of those guys.
3: Absolutely. And if they lose this one, those guys play everything the
2: last. Oh eight, yeah. Two games. Sure. So back to the injury report. Yes. You got a challenge this week in the secondary. You're facing Derek Carr. For the Raiders though, it looks like Amari Cooper reportedly might be out. Yeah. It looks like he's done yeah. left ankle. Um
3: bad camp in the Kansas And he had City missed game. and he had missed a game previous to that or two games before that with a right. concussion. Yeah, it looks like he's out. So Brian, how Hadn't you practiced so yet, you do
2: you anyway. practice? you do this? Yeah, do the fist. There you go.
5: Yeah, I'm say out on that one. Now now it comes down to okay, how are you gonna play this stuff? How, how do you, you g-
2: size up their receiving core, their offense without him? You
5: know what? It, it's <laughs> Michael Crabtree has been very inconsistent throughout. Patterson is a is a screen reverse kind of guy. They they really don't. I mean, it, it's one of those things where you look at, okay, who is the main weapon on the outside? To me, it's like it's just like playing the Giants. It's the tight end. You you look at you look at, okay, what can Cook do? You know, how can how does how does Jared Cook, how does he fit in this? You know, last week against the the Giants, you dealt with Evan Ingram down the field. You know, you're you're talking about if, if the Cowboys are going to catch a break having to cover receivers, they caught another one in this game. Oh my! Uh, in my goodness. opinion, unbelievable to not have to face Cooper. And, and you know, let's let's be honest though, this group has had its share of problems. They Ops, had it's problems. Seth Roberts. I mean, I mean, they just they they've behind these guys. They've got they're just guys. They're just guys, and that's where. You know, there's no there's no dynamic third player or, or guy that oh man, you've got to you can say it about Patterson, but again, no, he, he's just a screen He's a gadget or, player. He, yeah, he is a gadget player. That's, he's what Mickey likes to describe as a toy. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what he is.
4: Like we are paid to cover the NFL. Like we I mean, we are we have our finger on the pulse, right? Like I could say I could list off the receivers in the league and even like going down to four and five. I bet you'd at least like know the names, you know, like you've like you've heard of the Giants guys past Beckham and Marshall. Like, you know, the yeah. names I never heard of any of these guys after crap. I mean, if you're not counting Cooper, so Crabtree's your one and then Patterson. OK, cool. Never heard of the rest. Yeah, of I don't know. Like they're. No, I don't know. I got an expert on Seth Roberts. I got nothing. Yeah, yeah, that's what
5: I'm saying. I mean, there's nothing there. That's what I'm saying. You watch these guys play, and it's like, okay, well, but when the main guys are dropping footballs, that's when it's tough. Been a problem. Been
2: a problem for them. We've all heard of Jared Cook, though. Yeah. Yeah. I understand him a little bit for one catch. Yeah. Pretty big one. He's had. (laughs) good. I know he's good. (laughs) I was going
4: to say he's had about forty-nine of them this year. So I mean,
2: (laughs) that's the guy to watch. Yeah, I think. All right, before we wrap it up, this segment, what's what else is cooking on the injury report, Mick? For them, uh, Mario Edwards Jr. has not
3: practiced all week. He's got an ankle. Yeah. They're starting, technically, they're starting defensive end, end. Right. So it looks like he's probably out. And, um, and that's really, from, I think, starter standpoint, um, that's probably about it. Bruce Irvin, you know, got a day off. He was back full. Uh, who, by the way, I noticed the last three games, he's got five sacks. He's got seven and a half for the season, five of them in the last three games. Yeah. As a matter of fact, their pass rush has been better since they fired Ken Norton Jr. and brought in uh, or moved up uh, John Pagano to the right. defensive coordinator. Right. So they've done a better job of pressuring the quarterbacks either – these confusing quarterbacks with uh, coverage, or they're turning them loose a little bit more.
5: Yeah, I, I have a feeling though that they've they've got into a situation. These guys are very talented. We know what these defensive ends are, or these rushers. We we get it. We understand that teams that they they've played though. Bruce Irvin is a guy that that there's so much attention paid to Mac that Bruce Irving gets a lot of one-on-one stuff and he's capable of winning one-on-one battles. You know, you've got to be just as careful with him. But their secondary, if they don't get pressure or they don't get close, they they their secondary stinks. <laughs> you know, and and that's the that's been a big problem for them all year is the fact that when they don't get pressure, they get exposed back there. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you're the Cowboys, And it turns into, you can, we always talk about balance, running the football, being able to do that, stay ahead of the chains. I feel like that if you get in a game where you block their front, I said it last week against the Giants, you block this front, you can make some plays in the passing game. There's no question about that. So the way they're playing,
3: and it sounded like they were starting to pressure more because of the weakness on the right. back end yep,
5: they've had to
3: do you think that the cowboys big plays from last week won't discourage them from continuing to do that or will they just say this is the way we got to play
5: i think that they have no choice i think they i think it's one of those bill Parcellsisms. you are what you are and you better figure that you know they've i think they figured out that they they don't have help in the second because
2: if you just play them straight up they they've, they've- probably can see that Dez can win and on the outside. There's
5: there, there, there a side of me that believes that Dallas has a plan in this game, the 12, thir- and, the 12 and 13 personnel package. I'm going to write about that today. That I feel like that they're going to say, if we, could, if we have to, if we have to use 12 or 13 personnel, which we've seen them do, this is nothing new. It's since the Atlanta game, we've seen them run more of those packages. They feel like that if they can block Mac and Tyron Smith can take Bruce Irving out of this game, that they can throw the football with success. And that's and, and big plays or not. If we can block your front, we still have that ability. Big whether we've made those plays or not. I I, I still feel like that the, that the Raiders' best hope is to
2: try and pin their ears back and rush and affect uh, the Cowboys that way. Remains to be seen. Let's take our first break when we come back. By the way, phone number 214-872-2102. We'll continue breaking down the matchup Cowboys Raiders as well as a look at some of the other teams in the NFC that the Cowboys need to keep an eye on next.
0: It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built bettermoneyhabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan; you are a member of Cowboys Nation and. So So is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas and football, silver and blue. is talking Cowboys.
2: Adjust your cleats, adjust your pads, even adjust your helmet. But seriously, don't adjust your underwear because once it's been seen, it cannot be unseen. Tommy John has a contour pouch to nestle the boys and moisture wicking fabric to keep you cool and dry on the field or in the stands. Tommy John, no adjustment needed. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. Good socks too, good undershirts, good everything. Good everything, yeah. You guys, uh, you guys customize the liners on on the break. Don't well, you? I was
4: about to say, man, I'm proud of you for driving that train because, like, we go off the rails basically every time we do that read.
2: Like, I enjoy the customization for
4: one reason or another. You yeah. can thank Eatman for that.
2: He doesn't like to just do the read.
4: No, he likes to spice it up.
2: Yeah. So, hmm. yeah. All right, good times. Welcome back inside the SWBC Mortgage Studio. Welcome to all our guests walking by outside. Absolutely. Yeah. Nice to have you. Last show. Got long. a wave. Huh? Got a wave. Good. Be nice for once. Yeah. <laughs> Be nicer. You just guys, mind yourselves. Yeah. All right. All right. Did you guys see Demarcus Lawrence apologize to the officials yesterday?
3: I saw him walk up during uh, Marinelli's interview, mm-hmm. and uh, I guess that's where he did it in front of everybody.
2: He did. He spoke in the locker room too, but oh, he, he, he pointed out that a wise old man, a wise man, told him that it ain't holding unless they call it, and it was probably the guy standing right next to him. Smart, yeah. Jason Garrett too told him to, uh, I think, told him to kind of concede, just in case a fine comes here in the next few days. Oh,
5: he's already got the fine. If that's the case, <laughs> well, he, he said, said the he, damage is done. He said he didn't have it he yesterday. Had
2: it. But
4: it'll come today. I was going to say, he's yeah. probably getting that FedEx. If he gets through today.
5: Merry Christmas. He's home free. Yeah, right? Yeah, Merry Christmas, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, hey, it's it's I, it's I understandable, too. Seriously, you sit down and watch. We all watch the games. We all see what's going on. I asked Jason Garrett that. My theory has always been, he was different from me. My theory has always been these officials let you play when it gets closer to the playoffs.
4: He didn't you know, agree with you. No, he did not. Nope,
5: didn't agree. That's okay. You it's think, my experience, though. Well, been,
3: they've let him play on... Been doing um, it
5: just as long as he has. They've let him play for the last 10
4: games. Yeah. Well, on one side of the ball. Yeah. yeah. Right.
2: Right. Yeah. You did some math on that this week. Pretty out of whack, huh? Uh, you know, it is. And
4: somebody asked me about that earlier in the week. Like, yeah, it's out of whack. The Cowboys have drawn eight holding calls on opposing offenses. None from week five to 11, I think. Like, seven in a row where they're nothing. Um it's it's below average i mean so the league average is 16 but then so you think about half the teams in the league are below that that's the point of an average so i think there's there's four other teams that have 11 and there's a few that have 12 and 13 like it's it's not good but it's it's not r- ridiculous enough for me to think that it's like some type of conspiracy that's i guess that's where i could, it's just bad breaks and bad officiating really like yeah. missed calls and and it's happened to enough crews and then the other thing I don't know Brian you tell me if I'm crazy or not I think it's it's reputation a little bit I mean this this DeMarcus Lawrence is enjoying his best year of his career as a pass rusher Cowboys don't have a lot in the way of like name power like if Von Miller gets tackled or hooked like he's going to get that flag cuz he's Von Miller he's the, one of the most recognizable faces in the NFL certainly the most recognizable pass rusher I think a lot of that has to do, it. and I think it works against the Cowboys on offense as well. Kind of taking an NBA approach there, aren't you? A little bit, yeah. Like, you get calls when you're established. I mean, LeBron James gets that call because he's LeBron James. You might not get that call if you're some slappy coming off the bench. Right. Um, and in the same vein, you know, Tyron Smith is the best left tackle in football. If there's something minutely wrong with his technique, they'll probably notice that because they're looking, you know, like that jumps out at you when you're watching Tyron Smith. I think well, that.
3: why doesn't it work the other way then?
4: what do you mean he doesn't get a break on his reputation well because i mean that's that's offensive line work in a nutshell really i, I mean is you know i think it was garrett that said that earlier or maybe it was jason Witten, is like the difference between a flag and a good play is like right that much it's very you know? very subjective uh and I, I mean i think it's i think i think it unfair it's it, it bends more in favor of the defensive line more often than not which is which is funny because the defensive line hasn't been benefiting from these calls for the last two months. They've got 32 sacks. Yeah, not sure where that ranks. Thirteen. They're thirteenth. Yeah. 13. Okay. So
3: normally, if you're like in the late 20s, then that would suggest to me that you're not getting much pressure, because only time guys hold is when they're getting beat. Right. And so if if they're getting beat, they're they're grabbing on. Obviously with thirty two sacks, so they're a little bit better than average, they're getting pressure. They're not getting any calls. Yeah. I I I I err on the side of incompetence.
5: That's
4: Are the officials?
5: I,
3: yes.
4: I, I I yeah, I I think of it more as just bad breaks and bad refereeing. Like I don't I don't think the league is choosing that method to stick it to the Cowboys. Let's put it that way.
3: I just think you gotta start calling tackling from behind. When you get grabbed around your waist from behind it's a hold it's a pretty simple call, just like the one they missed on David Irving in the playoff game on the last play
5: should have been holding can I and question, call it can I ask a question about the positioning of the umpire do it well he can't see over there that's what I'm saying though but you I mean that's but you know the positioning for so many years we've always been accustomed to the where the official stands for calls mm. for holding you know. Is the league better with the uh, with the umpire being next to the official, or is he better behind the offensive line? Well, he, he's I mean, better no, you, he, was, from the, a safety standpoint. He's better where he's at now. No, but the, the question, no, I the question of saying. incompetence. Yes. You know, it, the fact that you have two guys that are watching people get to the quarterback and can't make calls, is the game really better?
3: I think you neuter that guy from where he's at. What? Wait, he can't. He can't see as well as he can where he used to be.
5: Yeah, directly behind the line. I mean, that, that, I'm, I'm just wondering because, again, the, the, is there more holding calls, less holding calls? or I mean, it, it's obvious that if they have a guy in position of where he is and he's not making calls and there clearly looks like there are holding calls, what good is it to have him right there? Yeah, you talk about safety and all that. His job's to make calls. They don't make those calls.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And, the, and, the, and the head referee's concentrating on the Well, for the Cowboys,
5: I see what you're doing. Your, your eyebrows are going up. You're, no. thinking, you're thinking, like,
4: no, no, those calls are made. They're, they've made 500 this year. There have been 510 holding calls on, uh, well, that number's probably gone up. I assume there was at least one holding call. I wonder call how many of those night. calls have been made by that umpire being right there. I but don't you think he would I would imagine that puts him in a better position to see that type of stuff. That's what the problem. I was thinking, That's yeah. the yeah. problem. I mean, and
5: he should be able by his line of sight, he the first thing he should see is 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 Demarcus Lawrence rushing off hit that off that side, that right side.
2: Perfect view of it, you would think.
5: Yeah. I can understand and, and if the official going the other way is picking up the Tyron Smith ones, you know. No. I mean, why, why I mean, why is he not getting
4: calls? I don't I don't And you talk about respect that that's to me that's legitimate. I, I wonder about that. That's cuz I don't have a good answer for you and that's you know you formulate ideas to try to help explain it. I I mean
5: I'm I, sure that Vaughn Miller complains about calls too. Oh, I'm sure everybody, everybody does. Everybody does,
3: I'm sure. He just didn't say it in the press conference after the game and
2: use yeah. a few words he well, shouldn't probably use. He said I'm sorry refs. So, hey, maybe he won't get a FedEx check. It's Coming too late. We'll huh? It's too late. You know, yeah, it should be there. The, we'll see. The,
5: the animals are wandering around on <laughs> the farm right now.
2: <laughs> All right. Anyway, that was a nice little update from DeMarcus. By the way, injury update. We were going over injuries last segment. Dan Bailey said no uh, injury issues. Shocking. Yeah. With his miss. Oh, tactics. I saw something funny in
3: practice. What you So see? He's, he's kicking. Wow. Joe Looney kicking field goals? No, he's off to the side, right? Uh-huh. And he's kicking down field off the little holding tee thing mm-hmm. that they use. And he's getting ready to kick, and Greg Gaither, the assistant trainer, is about 10 yards down, and he walks right in front of him. 10 yards, right? And he kicks. And I'm sitting there going, boy, that takes a lot of nerve. What if he doesn't, like, kick it the way he's supposed to? Mm-hmm. Well, perfect kick right over his head, right? Right. It reminded me of the first time I went to a professional uh, golf, golf. Oh heck yes! And uh, there was a whole—I th- I think it was at the Atlanta Country Club. Mm. It was the U.S. Open, and they were the the tee box was up high. Oh yeah! And everybody was walking underneath. underneath it. Right. And I'm going. I'm not sitting down. I don't trust them. Eh. You know, eh. I, oh, I trust them. Let, let me tell you what. Well, they, they did because yeah. they all hit it right over.
5: No one shakes one. How about if Bailey would have shaked one? How about the one where they're in the at the Masters and in the pine straw on the right and they just give them just a tunnel to hit out of? Like, there's people literally fifth, maybe oh, yeah. 10 paces to the left. It's a of, human tunnel? Yeah, it's yeah. a human tunnel to get the ball out of the pine straw. And you're standing there as the guy's taking a full swing. Makes me a little queasy.
3: I've done that here at the golf tournaments Mm. here, and and it it goes through my mind like, what if I'm always and I've got no I've got no shot to protect myself. Yeah, Yeah. you're gonna get hit in the head with a ball, but they just hit
4: them. I'm so glad I cover football and not golf. Golf, Golf's so boring. No, it's not. Just FYI. Yeah, but Masters just just think where they get to go to cover those events, that's and a
3: great
5: where point. you get yeah, to go. That's, yeah, a that's great, fair. Yeah. Welcome to the black hole, Dave.
4: <laughs> oh, hey, I said it on the other side. I'm excited. I get to sit in a press box where your no. even your short little knees are going to be near your throat. I'm taking a I'm taking a photo with the Gorilla Man and the the, the skull spike, and Crossbones guy. guy, yeah, Vision of Doom yeah. guys going down yeah. there. You got to do that. Getting a photo with yeah, them. That's
2: last time you're going to go to that place. Yeah. Hey, Can't West wait. Coast, the weather would be nice. Not that I want to get into weather talk, no. but, but yeah, you know, it's What's, not
4: a bad trip eh, out there. Uh, it must be like 67? Sure. No, Kickoff temperatures like 45. I worry That's about that. Oh, really? Yeah. Let me tell you about this. Oh, this is it's a night game.
5: This is notorious. Keep an eye on this. This field is notorious, like Green Bay's field when they play night games because of the
2: air, the wet slick. air gets really slick. Well, at least it's not a baseball field anymore. No,
5: but if you played them in week two, you know, like if you would play, the, you know, instead of playing the Broncos, if you to play, you to play it on that dirt, which yeah. is devastating. But keep an eye on this. Seriously. This is this is mark my words. The wet air, the cold, wet air at that place at night makes that feel very slippery. Keep
2: an eye on that. Good. Good eye, Brian. Yeah. That's it Happens level feel, stuff. Feel free to tweet at me when bring, it happens. Bring some extra long spikes. That's like our friends at sports science at ESPN, sort of, you know, they have good (laughs) t-shirts they (laughs) They really do they do they're excellent all right kent who we got on the line got our old friend the wise padawan rain Fort worth
3: thanks for that intro ray you've never been introduced so well in your life i know right hey happy belated to you
6: mickey and brian thank Thank you you. And Uh, Dave, my my birthday is sunday so i'm hoping for a win there you go Uh, all right we'll see what we can do for you uh, a couple of things. The jury is still out for me on this secondary. It's way too early. They've had some ups and some downs. We'll see what happens when they go to next year, because generally the rookies should take a step from year one to year two. I wasn't on board getting rid of Church, but we are we are what we are right now. If we if we lose this game, you say a youth movement. I'm all for getting Switzer in the game as a receiver and not just give him on fake jet sweeps. Sure. I think I think the guy can play. My biggest fear is this guy stays here four years or three more years, does nothing but punts and kicks, and then goes somewhere else and plays and, and becomes a player. Uh, two, we we should win this game. Mm-hmm. Terrence Williams, where you been? It's been a long gap between the Kansas City game. the 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 Oakland the Oakland uh, secondary can't stop a nosebleed. We need you to step up. Also, Sean Lee is going to be huge to stop beast mode in this game because mm-hmm. I expect him to run him a lot. Mm-hmm. So uh, thanks a lot, guys. All right. Speech! All right. Great points, right? Speech.
2: Speech. He always brings it. I mean. Hey, the mini rant today. By the way, did
3: did you listen to Jerry today? Yeah. Anything? Any bulletins?
2: Nothing earth shattering. Okay. Uh, he, he didn't rule out Irving or Skandrick. Not yet, anyway. He said – Going to wait for them to not show up to the plane tomorrow. Yeah,
5: we're, we're going to wait to get that memo saying, by the way, we've downgraded those guys to get yeah, out. Mean,
2: get
3: the memo at 1245.
5: Yeah, as everybody's going through the manifest there to see who's not on the
2: plane. Yeah. Fair enough. They that's what you, You've got a lot of media folk on the plane. I was going to say, plane.
4: PR yeah. will put it out to prevent other media outlets from letting us know.
2: Yeah, sure. Is Kendra getting closer, though?
4: Moving around more?
2: I mean – He's yeah. out there. I mean, he's
4: doing
3: stuff with the yep. trainers. Um, it's much better than how he walked into the locker room last Wednesday.
5: Yeah, I'm gonna be real mean here. You? No. Youth movement. If Mickey's right, I don't need to see him anymore. If, if in fact that they, if they lose this football game, play them, play the young kids against Seattle, play them against Philadelphia, and let's think about what we need to do in 2018. I get that when that when that's over with.
4: And you have a good you have a good excuse built in. He's got broken bones in his back. Yeah, yeah. You know, don't if, rush it.
3: Or yeah. if he comes back, he just does one job.
4: <clears throat> that's what you always say. He doesn't get both. I think that's what they're going to do. But uh, me personally, how far are you taking this youth movement? Let, I mean, all right. Let's. I mean, I I'm I'm picking them to win for whatever that's worth. But if they lose, I
5: might not play Sean Lee anymore.
4: What? A, ooh. Oh. Now this, get, everybody yelled at me a couple of weeks ago because I said stuff like that. Everybody just jumped down my throat, like oh, yeah. football players have to play. Ah. But uh, I, I, I
5: would, I would, I would definitely come up with. And I know, I know, it's hard to, it's hard to get coaches not to play your best players. They want to win games. I get that. But you know, I, I, I if, if it means if I, if I could protect a guy like Sean Lee the last couple of games, and he wants to play, and he hadn't played, my, you better I, go
3: buy some handcuffs.
5: Well, I, I'm gonna. We got him out of the game in Philadelphia last week in, last year in Week 17. Didn't take his helmet off. Or the his whole helmet day. the whole <laughs> game,
4: but he did not play. I, I, I you know. Well, so I didn't. All right, that's a separate conversation. I was thinking mainly of the secondary. Like, let's say they lose this game, like. Heath and Byron, you, who you you playing? On and Woods back there? Oh, like, yeah, why not? i have just, well, just, I guess I might, I just I might wonder, even bring. What I'll if t- they lose and everybody else loses? Ah,
3: <clears throat> and you're in the same boat you are right now. Yeah. And
2: you're rolling out what you got right now for sure. Yeah,
3: you're
5: yeah. not you, out of you it. Know, you get nothing. You, you lose. Keep, you keep playing until they say you're out. That's right. You know, and I'm okay with that. But the minute that they that they're out, I'm okay. Let's see what the white kids got on the practice squad. The corner,
4: Marquez White. Yeah. Bring him up. I thought you were. I thought you meant like the white guy. I was like, "There's a white huh. corner on the practice squad." I don't no. think so.
5: I mean, that, gotcha. to me, I'm not. It, 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 I'm trying to trying to evaluate a couple of guys, and then also I don't think that's funny, Mickey. <laughs> it
3: was funny because I thought the
4: same thing. <laughs> I'm just saying. Sorry, are you, are I didn't you? mean to derail you. I'm calling for the
2: L, Brian. In this game, yeah. Well, gut, we'll save I'll gut say feeling. Yeah, for gut later. Feeling, yeah. You gotta check yeah, check Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, check gut that.
5: feeling because I, I've I've flipped before sitting down. <laughs> <I've>
4: been... <laughs> I'll tell you, dude. I uh, since I started doing a podcast and writing because this is my first season doing a daily podcast. Like I changed my mind from like 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. all the time. So anyway,
2: that just kind of sums up this season, though. Yeah, it? It, absolutely. Like, it's just such a roller coaster.
4: Last year, I was just like when. When, duh, when,
2: when, now I'm just like, "Eh, I don't know. Don't make me choose. Well, you can check on that later in the afternoon. We'll have our gut feeling predictions, but we got one more segment left in the show. Let's take our final break. By the way, phone number 214-872-2102. Be back in a moment on Talking Cowboys. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas-based Jack Black, is the number one best-selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and
0: feel better. Visit GetJackBlack.com Cowboys to get $10 off your first order
5: of $50 or more. Jack black look good smell good feel good official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys
2: Welcome into the AT&T Media Center. I'm Taylor Stern. Bryce Butler will be returning to the Oakland Raiders this weekend. He started his NFL career there, and he couldn't be more excited
4: to face the familiar team.
6: It's going to feel good to go out there and play against them. I mean, it felt really good to play against them in training camp um, or in preseason, whatever. I had some good plays against them. Um, It felt good. So I mean, I just would like to go out there and do the same thing this week.
2: Stay tuned to everything inside the AT&T Media Center.
0: This is Talking Cowboys.
3: But I could sure you some Papa John's pizza right now because it is so good with those ingredients. The veggies, fresh whole, never frozen. The pepperoni, 100% pork and beef, and it's just made for Papa. And with ingredients like that, you have better pizza, and it's Papa John's now.
2: Damn right you do, Mickey. Welcome back to Talking Cowboys inside the SWBC Mortgage Studio few minutes left to go, the final show of the week, getting you set for Cowboys and Raiders. Kent, let's go back to the phone lines. Who we got?
0: Philippe in France. Bonjour,
1: Philippe.
2: Bonjour à tous. Uh, happy birthday, Brian, Mickey, and David.
3: Thank you. Uh, Thanks. Please receive m- Bonjour again.
1: <laughs> okay. Receive and my merci. best wishes merci. for uh, the year to come. Uh, it's funny how you english mother tongue people pronounce the name of a long slapper. In French, it's Jean-Philippe La Douceur. That is. Yeah, That's but if we try that,
2: we'll screw it up. <laughs> so Yeah,
1: it's, it's okay. Uh, but uh, the, do you know what's uh, the translation of his name?
4: Which it means one?
1: The sweetness.
4: Oh. oh. Did not
5: know that. The last name Lattisor uh, means the sweetness?
3: Yeah, the sweetness. Oh. <laughs>
2: I think Walter Payton already took that
5: nickname.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: My, uh, my questions for you, but particularly for um, uh, Brian, brother, Mr. Brothers. Yeah. And. Uh, Maybe it's a bit early. It's more a draft show question. Uh, We're closing this year, this uh, regular season's book. um, I'd like to know what are your evaluations compared to last year of each of our five starters uh, on the offensive line, respectively. Uh, Do you think the Cowboys will will spend a high-round draft pick on a guard or tackle next year to insert as a guard? as a left guard or a swing tackle and or to go separate ways with uh, alignment Green or Cooper. From my point of view here in France, uh, Jonathan Cooper is just coming along and is showing flashes of what, of what he was at the college level and why he was a first ten draft choice in 2013. Right. Uh, to finish, I'm the opposite to your friend David. Uh, I mean, I'm an optimistic man. Uh, Cowboys <laughs> will storm in the tournament and will be extremely dangerous a shot? to win that it was all. A shot. Thanks for taking my call. Have a great day and happy holidays. Thank Go
3: Tigers. You. Go Cowboys. Hey. All hey.
4: right. Hi, What a call. Tigers. It's not a shot because it's true. Like, I'm, I mean, I'm a miserable bastard. So Let's be I wonder s-
3: what he qualifies as a high pick, meaning on the offensive line. First three rounds. How about, how about
5: Chaz Green level? Third yeah. round, top yeah, 100. I could,
3: pick. Oh, I could. I think that's a necessity. Yeah. Well, that's that's some. I'm fascinated. All right, now let that. me ask you this. I don't think they can go higher than that, though.
4: Do they go? Do they go the tackle or do they go the guard? That entirely depends on Jonathan Cooper. I would take a tackle that can play guard. I think honestly, and then he can go play tackle. Yeah. We've been talking a lot about Anthony Hitchens in the last couple of weeks. Cause, I mean, pe- I think people are starting to realize that he's going to be a tough guy to hold on to, given how he's been playing. Jonathan Cooper has been playing great, but am I wrong to feel a sense of optimism that they can bring him back next year? Jonathan Cooper, you consider every—I mean, his injury history, the lack this of is... success that he's had at other places. I think he is a smart guy, and he probably knows that the talent of this line helps him in that regard.
5: This is this is where I look at this. I, I would say there's many teams that need offensive linemen. You think there will be a good market yeah. for him? You, you better get while the getting's good. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And I, I mean, I'm mean, i not saying it's a break your bank deal, but I'm saying it's a deal where he goes and he, he could be a starter here. You're right. But he could also maybe go somewhere and be a
4: starter and make more money. You think he'd be willing to make less money working between Tyron Smith no, and Travis Frederick?
5: I don't think so. I, I play. I want uh, not in this day and age. At the so.
4: end of at the end of the day, it depends on the dollar amount. Like if he just gets this amazing offer, obviously he's going to take that. But I'm mean, I'm so bad at projecting this. But like, what do you like dollars per year? What do you think he could get? Like f- five million a year? Like, oh, Ron, like Ron Leary type money? I I would be shocked to see that. Well, Ron Leary has a worse medical condition than he does. But Ron Leary also had a longer, stronger resume when he came up on unrestricted free agency.
5: Ron Leary was a f- undrafted free agent yeah but he was had three three years of
4: starting experience of high caliber starting experience cooper has less than one three years 10 million there it is done
2: what you're saying three three million a year is what you're saying would you give cooper that how much money guaranteed
5: okay how about half?
4: not not i'll play this game with you i would give cooper 310 if that's i mean if that got it done what
5: if that what if that's what exactly what what if that's exactly what it takes to get Anthony Hitchens done, three ten. That would be that would surprise me. Okay, but go ahead mean, and sign him up right uh, now. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll take Hitchens
3: and I'll find a guard. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Okay, I agree that's that. that's my. I'm, I'm just I'm trying not to make breaking you in th- the bank to sign. Okay,
5: it, what if it what if it was what if it was more than that? What if it was three years, fifteen million dollars?
4: Uh, I'm out talking for Hitch for Hitch and for the guard. Still Hitchens. I think. It's still Hitchens, but I, I am I crazy. I think Hitchens is gonna get more than that. See, we thought the same thing
5: about I know you told American me that
4: yesterday. Games. You told me that yesterday.
5: Yeah, we thought the same thing. It, generally with you know, these guys, you sometimes you get lucky. I mean they've got lucky with some guys. I think though looking at looking at Jonathan Cooper, he's proven to people that he can play. I think that's where that is.
4: You know. I would like to bring him back <laughs> if the cost is right. And and if you don't then I think Garden should certainly be a top 100 pick for this team. I mean, I don't – the offensive line is the key to this whole thing. I don't think you can just take yeah, – let that fall to chance.
2: That's an interesting discussion because you say – you can say on one hand you got three pro – all pro guys, and on the other hand you say, well, you need to make this your strength. Keep like,
4: stocking
3: yes, that thing up. Yes, yes. I mean But if, can you find a guy in the third round that's gonna step in and be a one? Well, well, they've starter?
2: tried that and it hasn't always worked. David Arkin a few yeah. years ago, third round, sure, fourth round. I don't know. So yeah, I mean yeah. it's never a guarantee. Cooper, you know, can play. Would you See, and feel you're gonna need you're gonna need some sort of bridge and I don't think that
4: bridge is on the team right now.
5: Would you feel good about Joe Looney playing guard at that if, spot?
4: if they felt good about Joe Looney, they would have given him more of an opportunity to do it. Like he was never really
2: part of that discussion.
5: I mean, let's. Yeah, not- but they made the mistake of trying Chaz Green there.
2: Well, well he- they invested a third round pick in Chaz. He Green. didn't do bad until he got hurt. Who Chaz? Yeah, remember
3: that's how he lost the job. He got hurt.
4: He was the starter. Yeah. No, I just. What'd I you call that, Brian? You think you had a name for that? Did I? The Aaron Donald flu.
2: Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Something to that, right? Yeah. All right. Let's. Uh. Let's. Let's go to the. Twitter poll of the day.
5: Mm -hmm. Oh, we got one. I didn't
2: forget about it. This kind of plays off Brian's final, one of his final two stories on the website today, leading into Cowboys Raiders. The biggest key to Sunday's game. These are all the basics that I've got here. Four of them. Run the ball, stop the run, protect Dak, or pressure Derek Carr. What, What do they have to do the most to win this game? Get out of Oakland with the win and stay alive in the playoff race. Mickey, protect Dak. That's been your biggest key to
3: this two-game winning streak, right? And it was the biggest key to the three-game losing streak. They didn't. Yeah. Gave up 14 sacks in three games. Gave up one sack in two games.
4: David? I mean, Brian laid it out for you, right? I mean, it's, it's Mack and Irvin, right? Yeah. That's that's Those are the two guys that give me the most amount of pause in this whole thing. I mean, they, they can wreck this whole thing. So, yeah, protect Dak, and I think the
2: rest of it will take care of itself, honestly. I agree with you guys. However, the fans don't. Yeah, they, 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 18% said protect tack. Number 1 was 37% the run. Run the ball and 35% pressure car. Yeah. They're all important. They need See, to See the all thing these about things, it is car car doesn't
5: generally face pressure. The sack numbers and stuff like that are really low from him. So
3: that must mean they get the ball out quick. Yeah. Because their offensive line hasn't been
5: that good. Yeah. Well, they've they've got some Pro Bowl players on that line. But the problem that they've had is the receivers have been bad. And I agree with David and Mickey on the protection part. The thing that scares me the most is their ability to say, you know what, you're not good enough stopping the run. With Sean Lee and with Anthony Hitchens, even though we all know that's a great combination for them. I worry about them saying we've got a big offensive line. We're going to try and mash you. We're going to play, you know, hat on hat football, and let's see if you can step up and stop Marshawn Lynch one of these games.
3: Well, they haven't shown that they can do that on a consistent basis.
5: They run the ball very well on second down. That's been a big run for them. They're they're a really good passing team on first down, though. They get like seven yards a shot. They don't really run the ball. I think it's only three point two on first down running. Mm-hmm. It's when they get into second and third down. I think it's average about five point five a carry. So you got to kind of, you know, I, I said one of my points today on the Xerox thing was win on early downs. Because you get them to third down, they're, they're a pretty good third down team. So I'm saying, okay, how do you get them off the field? That's going to be problematic. You better find a way to not let them mash that ball at you. But, you know, Mickey's right. They just haven't been. I think, I think your offense is the best chance to win this game from the standpoint of make them have to score with you because they've had trouble doing that. They're tied for twenty six in rushing offense.
3: So yeah. somebody has stopped
5: them. But that's because I think a lot of times they're behind in games. Well, maybe they don't try.
2: Yeah.
4: Uh, Marshawn still looks like the same guy to me. He's I mean, been,
2: he's gotten better too. I think these last month he's looked better. Yeah,
4: he has. I mean, yeah, it hasn't been like as amazing as they probably thought it would be. You need to go out there. there
3: and pop him in the chops right away.
2: Okay. <laughs> there I it just is.
3: Let him know he's not the bully. Yeah, but he can bully you. Oh no. Oh yeah. I agree. He can bully you. But I think we're all in agreement. If they don't protect Dak and
5: score points, yeah, they're not going to win a game twenty to seventeen. You have to take you have to take that ability for them to you know they're going to th- again they're going to throw the floor. maybe they come back and say you know what teams that have had success against Dallas have done what they've put pressure on Dak Prescott and they've also run the they've football. run the ball and they've, they've run, run the ball yeah, yeah. that's I, I you know I, I feel like that to me you're right that the, the the strength of the Raiders is their ability to rush the passer. The next best thing I think would be carr throwing the football and then hey, but that's take but that's taken them out of games. But has anybody run the football
3: when Sean Lee's been on the field? That's gonna be the trick. Mm. That's gonna be the trick. Well go find five losses. Or with Hitchens on the field as well. well. Denver ran the ball pretty well
5: when Sean Have they Lee. Played an off- that was the lo- that was the one. Yeah. I don't know if they've played an offensive line that's as big as this offensive line is. Before the season, they played some good offensive line. Philadelphia is a more athletic offensive line, and <clears throat> a you know more mobile offensive line. But this is a very this offensive line is very
2: similar to what the Cowboys had when they were winning Super Bowls in the '90s. Before the season, this Raiders offensive line was in the discussion with the Cowboys, or maybe right after the Cowboys in Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah, best O lines in the league. Yeah.
3: Well, the guy covering this team in Oakland didn't think much of the play of the offensive line because. At least three of the five were listed as disappointments. Yeah, in See, the analysis, I
5: think that that's where you look at this. Though, is there, there's <laughs> so much there was so much hope put on the Raiders with their offense, with their offensive line. It was such an explosive with the receivers. They go out and get Lynch. You know, hey, we're going to run the football. We're going to be more balanced. You know, and not put it all on Carr, which they tend to do anyway. And and now the offensive coordinator is under fire. Yeah. But they got rid of Bill Musgrave too, though, didn't they? Yeah, when Bill Musgrave called plays, yeah. they've, they've made a couple of. This, this is Downing, very. Out-
4: I think it's, it's yeah, really yeah. wild the similarities between these two. Teams. No, you're right. Just yeah, the numbers, yeah. All, the numbers, just expectations, the way, expectations yeah. versus yeah. reality. Offensive lines, skill
5: players, offensive lines, defensive. Hey, you know, brilliant head coach got stupid in one year. Yeah,
2: and and how both of them still are not out of this thing in their respective conferences or divisions. Not yet, at least uh, yeah. they're
3: they're one game back. Yeah, now it's two teams, but one game. Yeah,
5: and they play they play one of the teams to end the season. They play the Chargers. Chargers, who you know they've that Chargers got a huge game in Kansas City tomorrow night.
4: It's going to be a dramatic uh, three week stretch here. I think
5: think so a little bit. You win this, you win this game. Now you've 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 got you know you got you two set co- the stage. All yeah, bets are do. off, man. Yeah, you do. You're gonna you, now you take your chances. You get, get Ezekiel big back. guy
4: bat right over here. Right Comes back on Monday. Yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah,
5: and you hope he walks in with a purpose. Mm -hmm. You know, if it if it if it turns into, again, if they lose this game, I might not play him.
2: This is like the last climb up the hill.
4: Yeah, I'm so happy to hear you say that. I if if they're out, I'm sitting all my Pro Bowlers. I don't care if that's like bad sportsmanship or whatever. No, I
5: just you know let's prepare for 18. If that's the case, you know, and coaches don't want to hear that from me. They don't. Scouts yeah, don't I want to hear. I love it.
4: the NBA. Players don't want to hear it either. But. well, but
5: oh. it's not tanking. It's just I'm worried about unnecessary guys getting unnecessarily hurt. It's
4: asset management, is what. Yeah, it is.
5: I don't want to go into 2018 like Carson Wentz. Uh, when that's going to take, you know, yeah, that's going to be that, That's questions that when we when we get to June and get to July, what are the questions going to be? When's Carson Wentz? Every day we're going to get Carson Wentz report on him rehabbing, right? You don't want to take that? I don't want
2: to take that. Well, they're not to that point yet, and they still need to keep an eye on the other teams on this playoff bubble. So before we get out of here real quick, the yeah. other matchups that the Cowboys, of, of interest to the Cowboys, your two current wild card teams, Carolina, mm-hmm. playing at home against Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay.
4: Let's go. Woo. That's must-see TV. I'll
5: tell you what, that might be You need a pack win there. If Now I think about it. Carolina needs to have two losses, right? Or they need they need they, you you have a better chance of Minnesota going to Green Bay and winning in Week 16 than See, you if, do if 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 Carolina loses yeah. starts losing yeah then that first
3: wild card's not cemented right because right now everybody's saying oh Carolina's I, got
5: one you're playing for just the last one. I am I am hopeful that Green Bay will lose to Minnesota and Detroit to end the to end the year maybe you need them to win
4: against Carolina to get them out of that fifth seed. I ain't I ain't betting against Aaron Rodgers especially in the NFC North. Maybe he's not losing to Detroit. He's just not. He doesn't do that.
3: Could lose to he could lose to Minnesota he could though. Could lose to Minnesota. He could get hit once and he's done. Okay.
5: That's true too. Yep. I, but no, think about that. Uh, I mean, Karen – Carolina you maybe you need to get them out of this.
4: I just have so much respect for Aaron Rodgers like he's he's a zombie. Like I you got to put the nail in that coffin. I'm I want the Packer lost. That's okay, if I you get a
5: Carolina see. win, that gives them 10. Yeah. Th- that's that's it.
4: that's the 5th seed. Now I'm, you're playing for the 6th seed. I'm conceding the 5th seed to Carolina. Like that's the spot that Carolina
2: or New Orleans, right?
4: Yeah. I New mean,
2: Orleans is playing at home against the Jets.
4: I'm conceding Whoever whoever is the runner up in the South, I'm conceding that spot to them. I'm fighting Atlanta and Green Bay for the sixth seed. Atlanta, that's with both teams you've lost to. Yeah. yeah that's why I need them losing games.
2: Atlanta's eight and five, so you could technically say it's a two-game lead on the Cowboys because of the head-to-head. They play at Tampa Bay. They've currently got the last wild card spot. Then you go down to the teams off the bubble right now, Cowboys included. Seahawks at home against the Rams. Lions at seven and six at home against the Bears. And we saw Packers against panthers
5: and that bears game is tomorrow afternoon too
2: right yeah oh there's some saturday games Yeah. one we're gonna watch on the plane while we're flying you're not it's nice of you not
4: nice of you to think we'll have that ability yeah
2: well we can always hope but see atlanta's got a tough they
3: got a. they they
4: they are all division games at new
3: orleans and carolina
4: (laughs) yep it's doable it's not likely but it's doable it's just likely enough that it's worth talking about
2: boy christmas man and You're Seattle, telling me there's a chance. That's right. Christmas if you, miracle. If you
4: if you beat Seattle, they, they got to play the Rams. Yeah. They could lose two more. Sure they could. I looked at it on, you know, 538 does those projections. It's at 4% right now, but if you pencil in the Cowboys for three wins, I know that's a big projection. So what does the percentage go up? It to? jumps to basically like 45-50%, like it's way if they if they've win out it's not that improbable. And saying what I was telling you yesterday about the tiebreakers, that strength of
3: victory, if they win out, their strength of victory is going to go through the ceiling. Right. Cuz you'll have beaten Philadelphia, Seattle, and watch it come down And the, the Raiders. Philadelphia game. Well,
4: yep. Will For- you go on that trip if it comes to that? No.
2: Oh, we'll <laughs> save you <laughs> a spot, Brian. You absolutely will. Happy New Year to you guys. First up, you got to handle your business against yes. Oakland yes. on the road, Sunday Night Football. You got to win. We'll save it for gut, feeling, gut on, feeling on the website. Oh. Check in. What I do you don't got? get to have a well, gut feeling. Who you got, Mick? Who you got, Mick? Cowboys, 26-17. There you go. Thanks to Ken for producing. We'll see, you guys enjoy the game. We'll talk to you Monday on the break and talk to the Cowboys. See you then.
0: This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club.
1: How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!